Welcome to Get Up in the Cool, old-time music with Cameron DeWitt and friends. This week's friend is Maddie Whitler. We recorded this back in February at Wintergrass in Bellevue, Washington. Get Up in the Cool is brought to you in part by Earful of Fiddle this week. Earful of Fiddle is offering an in-person music and dance camp at beautiful Camp Brethren Heights in central Michigan on June 19th through the 23rd this year, 2022. During its 14th year, Earful of Fiddle will provide instruction in percussive dance, fiddle, guitar, banjo, cello, and uke, along with evening concerts, jams, and dances. Instructors include Jake Blunt, Laurel Primo, Rachel Reeds, Lindsay McCaw, Cameron DeWitt, that's me, Ruby John, Bruce Bowman, Nick Garris, Tyler Schwartz, and more. To register, visit earfuloffiddle.com. Get Up in the Cool gets the occasional awesome sponsor like Earful of Fiddle, but I'm able to keep it going every week because it's primarily listener-funded. Shout out to Lisa Shea. I hope I'm pronouncing your name correctly. Get Up in the Cool's newest supporter on Patreon. Thanks so much, Lisa. Anyone else who wants to help fund this podcast can sign up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. Link in the show notes. Stick around afterwards and we'll tell you how to keep up with Maddie Whitler. But first, here's our interview and jam. Enjoy. Thank you. 
let's play like a slow, nice song to warm up. And I'm like, that's so much harder <laughs> than playing a bad song. Well, and I, I feel like I, I've had more coffee since I picked the tune. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's feeling rushed, but it's still the right, right mood, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Maddie Whitler, welcome back to Get Up in the Cool. Thank you. There's an open invitation for anyone that I recorded remotely while we were all locked down to do it in person. And thanks for taking me up on that. Yeah, of course. So glad we're in the same place together. Yeah. It's our both of it's our first winter grass. Yes, that's correct. Yeah, and you're here with Delamay. I am. Yeah. That is who I'm here with, yeah. the band Delamay. <laughs> the band Delamay. Um, yeah, we've had a great weekend. We played three sets, and I gave a mandolin workshop, and we uh, hung out and played tunes, and um, it was a really great time, and it, it's really great to be like back at it doing the festival thing. Like, okay, I've heard different different takes about this from... I certain musicians who were touring or performing all the time during the pandemic, they're like, I don't know if I want to go back. <laughs> and yeah. other people are like, uh, I've been dying inside and I need to go do this again. And I'm wondering where you fall on that spectrum. Well, it's, um, yeah, it's, it's definitely really difficult because up, uh, until the pandemic, uh, I really just toured nonstop. Like, I just, um, you know, from the time I, I was maybe 23 or 24, 22, I don't know. But, um, yeah, it's just like that's what I did. I toured all the time, and, um, you know, where, wherever I lived, I was only there, like, n- not that much, yeah. like, half the time. But... Um, so I was really forced to slow down, and um, at first I, I was, like, in the same mode, and the first couple months was just, like, insane practicing and, like, just trying to figure out how to stay in the music thing, and then I then was, like, totally giving that up in depression, <laughs> and then, uh, but eventually I feel like I kind of got into the most, like, regular, healthy home routine I've ever had yeah. where I kind of wake up and go to bed at similar times and I get to like make my own food and walk around and get to know the like people at my local coffee shop yeah. and like um, just live in town and so um, and I moved to Portland, Maine in, in 2020. Was it I think, were you there when we last talked? Or? I was, okay. yeah. Yeah, but so... That, that was new at that time, yeah. It was new, and it's just feeling more and more like home, and hmm. uh, it's been a good place to be for this weird time. <laughs> Portland, Portland, Maine is cool. It is very cool. I went there for the first time, I think in 2019. I haven't been back since, but I was like... Well, I don't have a hot take. I was just like, this is cool. This is cool. <laughs> I like this place yeah. a lot. We like uh, played at Blue. Mm-hmm. And I was like, this kind of like listening room. Yeah, like, it's a good <laughs> scene. It's a good scene. And we have places that want to have music. Um, it's, you know, it's a small scene. And I feel like we all uh, care about each other and take care of each other and um, kind of like 
cross between fiddly genres of uh, bluegrass and old time and Celtic-y because like that's who's around and so yeah. we all just make it work like I, I have like a group I play old time with pretty regularly and then I get together with Joe Walsh and we'll play like David Grisman tunes yeah. and um, I'll get together with Eli Gilbert and we'll just mash and yeah. <laughs> just play some straight ahead like bluegrass bluegrass which is yeah. awesome and so um yeah, it's a it's a really really fun scene, and it's been a really good place for me to be, and and I love it. Maine's uh, really pretentious motto is "the way life should be." Oh my god, I know, right? <laughs> but uh, it's working out for me so yeah, you far. Could, they so. earned it. Yeah, thus far. Yeah, the I think town mottos are so funny. My uh, the. Newburgh, Oregon, the town of my conservative Christian college where I went mm-hmm. and got my degree, uh, is called a great place to grow. <laughs> That's their <laughs> motto. <laughs> no, I, I disagree. <laughs> cool. Yeah. They're like, um, banning pride flags right now at their school. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, what do you want to play for a second team? Hmm. Sh- shout out to Mark Simos, by the way. For that out, yeah. first tune. Shout out to Mark Simos, whom I met at Berkeley College of Music when I was there. And that's when I learned that tune, I think, was for someone's senior recital. Yeah. And it was just, like, back in my mind. Such a good tune. And now we're going to play a different tune. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I really like Pony Boy. I would like to ask him if it's specifically about, is it The Outsiders? Isn't there a character named Ponyboy in The Outsiders? Did you read The Outsiders I in didn't. school? No. Uh, it's about like greasers mm-hmm. and they're, and they're like, isn't that It a seems term? like something Mark Simos would write a tune about. Yeah. And they like get into knife fights <laughs> <laughs> and like one of them dies, I think, uh, from a knife fight and that's the book. And I wow. think, uh. Uh, maybe that tune's about that, or maybe it's about a, a young male pony. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Who's to say? But I think that tune is so sweet. But then every time it gets to, da I always like want to have like a dance party, or like I there's a little small weird part of me that wants to like. Dab dab <laughs> like during those hits. Yeah, that's uh, where the groove drops. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, what do you want to play next? Um do you do you know this tune Big Footed Man in the parking lot? Oh. Uh I know tunes with similar titles. Um Is it the same tune? I don't know. Okay. It's in G. Great. So I learned this tune from Ethan Hawkins and I'll say this again, but I, hearing the title, I'm like, does this tune have like a weird history of this title? Yeah. It's not man. Yeah. That's what I figured. Yeah. So should we not play it? I don't know. Um, I, cause like I've asked Ethan and he's like, I don't know, but maybe that's a good point. I feel comfortable enough playing it today with you. Uh, I don't think that it was a minstrel song. Mm hmm. And I don't think it's like a song with lyrics. And I feel like it's... Should we have this conversation on 
Oh, I guess we are having it. <laughs> yeah, I guess we are. Yeah. Great. Um, I personally like to draw the line at when the lyric insert, when the melody is, is strong enough in the public consciousness to, uh, even if it's obscure, um, to insert terrible lyrics into someone's brain mm. um, or to make them, make them think about something. Like, um, like I won't play Boatsman unless it's like Marcus Martin's Boatsman because it's been so folk processed that it doesn't sound like De Boatsman dance De Boatsman sing, you mm-hmm. know, like when you hear the tune. Right. Uh, yeah. Interesting. But I don't think this is a menstrual song. I think it's just, I mean, a bad title. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. That's such a difficult thing. And my, like, kind of peripheral involvement in the old time scene means that I just kind of, like, learn the tunes that my friends are playing yeah, course, or yeah. whatever. But, you know, it's interesting. It's it's like I was playing um, Booth Shot Lincoln with my friend. It's such a good tune, such a good, catchy, happy tune. Yeah. Uh, with the title Booth Shot Lincoln. Um, yeah. And just things like that. It's, it, um, uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> you know, it, uh, or in, in the context of bluegrass, the one that I really have brought up a lot and just did at the festival the other day in a jam was people calling the tune Cheyenne, which sure. is a, a tune that Bill Monroe recorded and kind of did like fake native rhythm at the beginning of. Yeah. And I think there's even like kind of fake wailing and it's, yep. <laughs> it's pretty rough, but in bluegrass, because like it, like that tune is in minor. It's kind of, it's very different from most tunes. Right. So people get excited about it and people just call it all the time. And so often as is the case in bluegrass, not all the time, but so often it's like five white men yeah. just like doing this, this like native thing with no real thought to it. So I, I always try to call that one out, but, um, yeah, I don't know. It's just something I've been, I, I think about a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it comes up a lot in bluegrass as well. Yeah, well, I mean, I want to, I love bluegrass and I love old time and I want to, I want it to be around and I want it to go into the future and I want it to be relevant. Yeah. And I think for that to be the case, we have to be really honest and real about who our heroes are you know and a lot of us get into this when we're young and as kids and stuff and it's like you just love people for the music they make or whatever and um and in bluegrass people get so hero worshipy and and just like try to be like their heroes a lot you know people want to be like tony rice he's like this weird grouchy mysterious guy but um, I don't know. There's a lot of things I don't think you want in that. So, long long story short, it's a good tune. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I'm down to play it. Okay. And thanks for um, talking about it with me. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, my general stance is that uh, if anybody from a, a a group that the tune is targeting or feels targeted by the tune in, in any way. Uh, I'm doing my best to like do what I can stomach, but that's not always going to be what other for people sure. from those groups. And so I have an open invitation for people to say, 
don't play that tune. And my policy is if one person tells me not to do it, I'm never going to play it again. Totally. Um, from, you know, like, uh, if a black person told me to, Hey, don't play that yeah. tune. That sucks. Uh, even if obviously black folks aren't a monolith <laughs> and they, <laughs> a lot of people have different opinions, you know, about it. But like, you know, for yeah. me, it's personally like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do well, it. Well, and I would love to have this conversation with a more diverse group of people than we have well, here currently, but, um, we're having it in the public. So yeah, that's true. Maybe that's it true. will happen. More. Um, and I think I'm into playing it in the hopes that the, the fact that we are having the discussion and trying to yeah. be like, this is, this is just a cool tune. Personally, I knew nothing about it, but hearing the title, I was like, this is suspicious. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But it's it's just such a cool and, and catchy tune, and and so um, there's only so many notes, and there's there's a fine there's literally a finite combination of those twelve notes, and yeah. so it's all it's all gonna happen, and I'm just gonna play it like myself and not like anyone else yeah. who I don't like. <laughs> Good. Let me get down to G. Uh, yeah, here we go.
I will never end a tune on this on this show. So if you think I'm like setting up a tag, I'm not doing it. Amazing. <laughs> yeah, I want to keep playing, and I, I will defer it. to you. <laughs> Sounds good. I've never said I've never just straight up refused an ending though on record. <laughs> I like it. I like it. I think you were right. The energy wasn't. Yeah, like, it I'm wasn't, not done. We weren't there yet. <laughs> we peaked, and then we had to come down. You know. Uh, uh, it's a good tune. Yeah. It's a good melody. It's it's really it's just so satisfying to play. And I think that should be I think that should be taken into consideration for allowances in these tunes cuz a lot of the worst ones mm-hmm. I think are are really corny and not actually I mean it's very subjective. Sure. But I think they're not actually like worth the trouble. And then some of them are like that's a really good one. It's yeah. a cool melody. You know I don't know. Yeah. We played it today. We played it today. Maybe and, we won uh, in the future. Who knows? I, I'd love to hear I'd love to hear people's thoughts. Yeah. Um, but I would love to hear certain people's thoughts. Exactly. That's what <laughs> that I, is not an open I do not want to hear everyone's thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> There's like four people whose thoughts I want to hear. <laughs> um, uh, what yeah. what do you want to play next? Um do you know the tune Southern Flavor. No. It's a Bill Monroe tune. <laughs> Southern Flavor. Do you want to play a bluegrass tune? Let's play some bluegrass. It's like an old time. It'll be like old okay, time. Okay, great. But it's like E minor E. Okay. I think this will be like I know that chord. <laughs> I know that scale. Okay, cool. I'm ready. Cool. Awesome. Southern Flavor. Southern Flavor. <laughs> There's a great... For some reason, in his live shows, this was a move that Bill would do, and there's a great video of it. If you type in Bill and Road to YouTube, uh, for a long time, it's been the the first video that comes up, and it might still be. Mm. But he's playing this tune um, with Marty Stewart, who's awesome, and Bill like kicks it off, and there's breaks, and, and then it cuts to Marty Stewart taking a guitar break close up, and then when it pulls back out, Bill had lowered his microphone like really low to the ground and he's like got this really wide leg squat happening <laughs> with the mandolin and he plays the last time through the tune like low to the ground. Like chord? <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. It's really hardcore. And he like and like at the end of the tune he totally he like windmills it like his oh arm. It's like so rock and roll. What it's a rock really star. Awesome. Yeah. No, let's do that. This can be the video. That's right. (laughs) I'm not... It's too early to recreate some moments of it, but we'll we'll see what we can do.
all limbered up now after yeah. that squat. <laughs> totally. <laughs> that I did. It was a very <laughs> passive squat. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting is a passive squat. <laughs> it's very rock and roll. Yeah. What we just did. Uh, God, that's so funny. <laughs> I really want to watch that right now. Um, okay. So we have a couple, time for a couple more tunes. Before the last tune is usually when we talk about like where people go to give you goods mm-hmm. and give you money for goods <laughs> and services or goods for money and service. I don't know. When we last talked, you, I think we're working on or about to work on a solo album or a Maddie Whitler and friends album or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I think we were like deep in pandemic quarantine times and, um, and I was just going crazy and, uh, and, and I, there's only so much like practicing I can do and just like deep diving into, the mandolin or any instrument, any yeah. single instrument, like what excites me is making music and being part of a whole and, uh, yeah, actually creating, creating music. And so when I'm not around other people and can't be like one good part of that on the mandolin, uh, I found that I was just really inspired to, uh, try to make, some stuff on my own and I wrote some songs and uh, performed them and uh, layered a lot of different instruments. I, I play mandolin, mandolins and guitars and banjo and fiddle and um, bass. Wow. And, yeah. Um, and my, my good friend, Mike Robinson, helped me produce it. We went to Vermont for nine days and, and recorded everything. And, um, and Mike helped me produce it and he played pedal steel on a couple tracks mm. and we brought Sean Trishka in to play drums on yeah. three tracks. Cool. So that's the whole personnel. And, um, just a lot of Maddie's. It's a lot of Maddie's. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I don't know if I'm, you know, it'll be out in the world. I just, uh, kind of, made plans to get it mastered. So it is like moving in the direction of being out in the world. And honestly, at this point, I feel like the part that I'm really, uh, that I care about and interested in is done. Like I made the music. Boy, is that relatable. Yeah. It's like that. And, and just the, the head space that that music was made in is a different time than now. And so it, it's, um, you know, it's just funny how these, how long these things take, but, um, you know, I think it'll be out this year and it'll probably be a pretty casual thing. I'll, I'll put it on Bandcamp and it'll be available in the usual places. Yeah. Um, but it, you know, it's, it was mostly just kind of an experiment for myself and an opportunity to try something new and practice production um, which is something I am very interested in yeah. and always have lots of ideas for. Yeah. So, um, yeah, uh, you know, look for that prob- this year. I'm saying this, this year. year. Yes. It is cool. By I can't the end wait. of 2022. It's the tw- 22, this <laughs> <Okay>. one. <laughs> That's the year we're currently in. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> you said 
that you like wrote some songs, mm-hmm. like like songs with singing and lyrics and stuff. Songs with singing and lyrics. Lovely. Yeah, they're kind of um, uh, like you know, I I sing some and I'll sing in bluegrass, but yeah, uh, recording something like that was interesting to figure out what I liked as far as the sound because like mm. hearing your own voice is like such a crazy thing and what i've ended up with is this kind of spacey uh falsetto-y double vocals like breathy yeah. kind of hipster uh-huh it's very like it's 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 a funny thing because it's not old time or bluegrass or anything it's just kind of like indie song vibe. Oh, great cool <laughs> yeah. thanks for clarifying i really want to hear that oh because yeah. i've mostly heard you do this yeah it's yeah. i think i mean if nothing else it's not like anything else i've ever like put out in the world so i think that makes a lot of sense in having that context for what when earlier you're saying yeah that part that i'm that's behind me now that was in a very particular let us be as two ships passing (laughs) like this like little uh pandemic fling you had with uh being in indie singer-songwriter yeah basically <laughs> not that you can't that's come back basically what it was and um and it was fun you know it's like i uh i think i was more motivated to finish writing songs because i would get the opportunity to then produce them and like yeah. make the track and figure yeah. out all the parts i wanted and that was so fun for me so or and i mean it was just like keeping me going for yeah. a little bit to have something um so but it's also, I have no idea how I would perform any of the material. Sure. I don't even know what instrument I would play. Yeah. I don't know how I would sing quietly enough yeah. in a live setting that, that would recreate that sound. And so I don't know if it's something I'm planning on doing at all, but but it was fun. And I think uh, if people are interested, it'll be like, oh, this is, a, this is an interesting side of Maddie. <laughs> like, or, you know, you might, it, it just... Uh, gives a little more about my brain. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, I can't wait to hear it. Sometime this year, yeah. 2022. That's right. Let's play another tune, and then we'll get into specifics of where people go to follow you and buy your stuff, uh, and then we'll close out with the tune. But Sounds what do you good. want to do for our penultimate tune? Penultimate. <laughs> Patty on the Turnpike. Yeah. This is interesting. I mean, uh, this tune and the last one we did, uh, I definitely know from like Bill Monroe style mandolin playing and bluegrass, like trad bluegrass. I'm nodding my head and saying, yeah, but I I actually don't have any familiarity familiarity with a bluegrass Patty on the Turnpike. Well, it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I, I like that this is where my brain is going and it makes sense to me because Bill Monroe comes out of an old time tradition, you know, where he learned all this stuff and what I tend to play and perform live is a lot more modern kind of stuff. But when it's, when my brain is like, okay, how do I like, what are the sounds that feel like elemental and old timey Mm. to me and tunes that I know it's coming up with Bill Monroe kind of stuff. So, um, it's a cool connection. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> what a cool tune. I've never heard that before. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I don't think I'm playing a, the most faithful representation of the version even I know. So, Great. <laughs> you know, hopefully that's how traditional music works. It's okay to be agnostic, I guess. <laughs> Less than faithful. Yeah. I think. You know. It's okay to have doubts. <laughs> I, yeah. That's, I, I think it's a, a, an occurrence that used to happen a lot more. Like, a David Grisman recorded minor swing in the wrong key uh-huh. and with a totally different form because it was like you didn't have a lot of references to go back to. Yeah. It wasn't easy. You couldn't just be like, let me listen to every version of this that mm-hmm. has ever happened on my phone right now. Like, yeah. um, and, and experience decision fatigue and then not learn it. Yeah. <laughs> That's what so with me. <laughs> I, I'm all for being like, well, this is what I got. Yeah. <laughs> so, Good. Yeah. So where do people go to follow everything that you're up to, to hear updates about the uh, indie singer songwriter <laughs> oh, debut right. of Maddie Whitler and where else you're performing and yeah. recording it? Yeah. Well, this year um, I'm going to be really busy with Della May, and you can go to delamay.com for all the info on our tour dates. We're going to be at a lot of uh, really cool festivals this year, and... Um, I think we're going to the UK and Europe a couple times. And, um, yeah, it it should be a good year. So so come check us out. Come see us. Um, I don't really have anything. You can, like, I don't know, follow me on Instagram or something. Cool. Uh, Find me on Twitter or Facebook. Um, But... uh, yeah, I'll, I'll probably be making a thing. I think I said that the last time I was here, that I'd make a website or something. And I probably will. I'm not good at that kind of right. stuff. But social media for now is a great way social to follow Social media you. for yeah. now, yeah. Cool. Thanks so much for doing this. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, it's so fun. I'm having a great time. Me too. <laughs> and I'm really exhausted, and I should be having a bad time. But I'm having a great time <laughs> because you're... Very charismatic and good at playing music and um, disarming. So thanks for that. (laughs) That's what I needed. What do you want to do for our last tune? I was thinking of this tune that I learned from Michael Daves. And um, last summer at Rocky Grass, I got to play a set with him that was... He's doing this Atlanta project where he's recording all these tunes from uh, a certain part, a Mm. certain region of Atlanta from all throughout the 20th century. Yeah, cool. But like from the same part. So it goes Great. from like traditional old-time fiddle stuff to like weird queer glam rock scene in the yeah. 90s songs, but done like the way Michael Daves does yeah. it. So That sounds great. It's a really cool project and and so I learned this tune and it just came up in my head for some reason. Um and uh, I don't think he's recorded it or released it. Yeah, so, but, uh, you know, a tune's a tune, and, and so you should definitely, you should check out that project when it happens. I, I don't know what his, what his plans are for making yeah. that all happen, but this tune E, and he called it Anita's Theme. Anita's Theme. Because I didn't, I don't know if it had a name, but he learned it from someone named Anita. Great. <laughs> what key is it in? E. E in E. Okay, great.
Follow Maddie Whitler on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook so you can be the first to hear about her upcoming album. And visit Della May at DellaMay.com to find out where they're playing near you and to buy their albums. All that is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. Thanks again to Earful of Fiddle for sponsoring this episode. You can register for their music and dance camp at EarfulofFiddle.com. See you there. You can support Get Up in the Cool by sharing the show with a friend or sharing and liking the video posts on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. And help fund this podcast by signing up at patreon.com slash getupinthecool. You can order a mask, t-shirt, bag, sticker, or phone case at Get Up in the Cool's merch store. Visit pitchforkbanjo.com for my instructional clawhammer banjo series or to schedule a lesson with me. Check out my other podcast, Think Outside the Box Set. It's available in all the same places as Get Up in the Cool. We're about to start our 23rd season, so this would be a great time to hop on board. And again, everything I just mentioned is linked in the show notes for this episode in your podcast app. That's all for now, friends. Thanks for listening. Come back same time next week to Get Up in the Cool.